What's up, world? Welcome to My Dukes and Son. I'm Ziggy Blackwell. And I'm Jeanette Blackwell. And welcome back with a fresh new episode. Um, thank you again for our followers. Um, and before we jump in, as always, uh, we want to encourage you to continue sharing our uh, episodes, whether they be on the uh, Facebook or on the Spotify uh, channel. Uh, we grow as you share our uh, episodes. So once again, continue to uh, share our episodes with friends so we can make sure that we continue to grow our audience. But uh, first things first, Ma, how was your week? Well, I had a wonderful week. Uh, first of all, I, I want to start off by congratulating Brandon Johnson, our new mayor-elect. Uh, we got it done. Thanks to you young folks uh, that got out there and pushed that uh, fella over the line. And so he will be our new mayor. And with him comes good weather. We've been having a couple of days of uh, good weather. It looks like Mother Nature is also celebrating. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Democrats have decided to hold their convention here. So Brandon Johnson is just ushering in a new Chicago. So I want to keep the momentum going at, by congratulating him on a, a hard-fought victory. How about yeah. you? Um, you know what? I um, I totally forgot about you know this is our first recording since the mayor yeah. election was uh was finalized and uh, yeah. you and mm -hmm. I both endorsed Brandon Johnson um in our latest on our last episode um you and I were texting um during the day of day of the election just kind of watching yeah. the results and it just really reminded me of how far his campaign. Um, had grown since the original candidates were released. Um, yeah. And even that night, if you remember, Mom, that night, you know, when the polls closed at 7 o'clock, um, that first hour or two, he was down by a, a, a double-digit margin. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. as the night went yeah. on, as the night went on, and uh, more of the, what I would think, the working-class votes, when yes. those started to come in is when um, when he took the lead and um, mm -hmm. I'm happy about the result. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump in this. So we're gonna start off um, with the NBA showcase to talk about the NBA playoffs um, and what our thoughts are um, as we prepare for this uh, tournament. So first things first, uh, we had a couple play-in games already completed and there's still a couple yeah. teams that are in the running. So what are your thoughts, my Dukes, um, uh, with the uh, early playing games? Well, the early playing games, uh, one, one thing that has struck me is how close these, ga these games were. The margin of victory between each of these teams that played in the playoffs was, was uh, five. The median victory number was five uh, uh, over your opponent, five mm. points. I think the largest was seven. Uh, and I believe uh, that that has to be noted. Uh, many feel that uh, the Hawks defeating the Heat was an upset. Absolutely, that was, and and I'm I'm kind of in agreement with that. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody pretty much thought that the Heat would would pretty much take that one. And how about those Lakers? They have turned on the burners. Mm -hmm. Nobody even saw them being in the play in. 
Let alone not a couple uh, weeks ago. They're like seventeen and two mm -hmm. since uh, with it's this new project. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Uh, players are showing up and showing out. Dennis Schroeder is on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Lakers are certainly got some people uh, looking at them uh, side eye. Uh, the Bulls pulled it out and made it in. Uh, they were very shaky coming down the stretch. And uh, how, how, how about uh, uh, De De DeMar, De DeMar DeRozan's De daughter? DeMar DeRozan's little, little girl. DeMar. What is her name? DeMar? No. Her name is close uh, to, close to I believe. DR or something like that. DR. Yes. Um. She was just uh, the, the sixth man on the bench, mm -hmm. <laughs> so to speak. Cute little girl, you know. And so congratulations to the home team uh, for uh, their play in victory coming out of the gate with the, against the uh, Raptors. Mm -hmm. um, so the play-in the play games are close. We still have a couple of other games to play before we get on to that first round. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, you know, first, you know, I want to talk about the home team, the Bulls. Um, you know, that game was um, the Bulls were down double digits, you know, yes, going way into the third um, a quarter. Um, and, uh, you know, Zach Levine had a hell of a game. Oh, uh, my goodness. But, yes. uh, Zach but Levine that we, we wanted and needed to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so they, 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 you know, scraped that one out and they still got a another important game and you know I'm I'm sure looking forward to this one because what we have with this final you know playing game is Bulls versus the Heat. And yeah. that means Bulls <laughs> Jimmy Butler, former former NBA Ooh, player, former Bulls player. I didn't think about that. That's a, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh so I'll definitely be watching that. I know Jimmy Butler's gonna bring his A game because Jimmy Butler does love a competition, uh, so I definitely expect him to show up. I um, in this oh, game yeah. tonight. Yeah, uh, kind of uh, grudge, uh, I'm sure, uh, in there oh, somewhere, yeah. and certainly something to prove. Absolutely, you know? it's Absolutely. been a while since he's been a bull, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mindset that he ain't forgot. <laughs> no, no, and if, if you know, if you if if you follow Jimmy Butler's game, um, you know he has that. Uh, you know, of course, he's not on the level of a Kobe Bryant or anything like that, no. um, or a Kevin Garnett or anything. But he has that level of uh, of competition where, you know, he's gonna let you know that I'm here. Yes. Um, so and yes. he's gonna and he's gonna mm -hmm. uh, he's mm -hmm. gonna you know come out and compete. So, mm -hmm. but the, the team mm -hmm. the, the team that um that struck me that has some big decisions ahead is primarily because, well, they lost, so they're out. And it is surrounded around one primary player that we've talked about before. And I'm going to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, The fact that Zion Williamson has been out this long with a hamstring injury, uh -huh. which it wasn't a torn hamstring. It was a hamstring uh -huh. injury. And it should not have taken him this long with that much on the line in terms of, yes. in terms of showing but up. Even be able teammate. to suit up. Yeah, in terms of showing up for your teammates, you show up for your yes. teammates who've been grinding, who've been, 
Yeah, you, know, you couldn't you, you couldn't give them at least one quarter. I mean, I'm I'm of the days. Uh, I remember Willis Weed. God bless him. We just lost him, but I remember when he came out there on one leg and led the Knicks to the championship that night. Mm -hmm. And so, you mean to tell me you couldn't give them one quarter? You couldn't give them twelve minutes? Uh, mm -hmm. Ten minutes? You couldn't. You couldn't even do that. So uh, and 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 many in New Orleans are blaming him for this loss. Absolutely, I mean that 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 is your franchise player. You gave him a max contract. Yeah. Fact the fact that um, you've been out this long while your team, you know, held held the, held the floor down and you know mm -hmm. made made you within reach of going to the playoffs, and you couldn't even show up. And didn't I, even show. I believe his his exact excuse was. Um, Although I've been cleared by doctors, something like that, um, I just didn't feel like my normal um, self. Uh, and I just don't you think that's a bad thing. You're not even excited about You couldn't even well, muster up some excitement? I, I just, I can't give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, if it was somebody else like a, a Russell Westbrook who, who goes out and, may, and, you know, people criticize Russell Westbrook, but he going to suit up. Um, and so the fact that he's been injured every single year of his early career, I can't give him the benefit of the doubt. So that's the team that um, that bothered me the most uh, yeah. with the playing game. Most disappointing. But I, oh, I said that about this young man. I um, I even felt this way about him uh, during the March Madness. I just feel like he's overhyped. He's overweight. And I said that in in the March Madness uh, when he was playing for uh, during the tournament. Dude. I, and, and they kept saying he's going to be a beast coming into the NBA and he's the one to watch. And I, and I just wasn't feeling it. It was just always something about him. His, his ability to, to maintain a, a playing weight, as you stated, you coming in overweight, your commitment. I've questioned you his commitment to being a, a, a high impact player coming into the season. I I I uh I questioned it. Mm -hmm. And it's still a lingering question. Yep, absolutely. Quite, quite, lingering. Frank, quite frankly, before we move on to the um to the rest of the NBA showcase, if I was a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Certainly, if I was a part of the front office, I would highly consider trading him this offseason. Yes. Here's his because and, and I'll say this. He's still very young. He's not even 24 yet. I was thinking that. I was so, just so, thinking so the that. fact is, the fact is, if you can't maintain conditioning at the age of 24 and you've had mm -hmm. several lower injuries, we're talking mm -hmm. lower injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. legs, knees, hamstring and everything. If you can't, if, if you have injury history like that at the age of 24, what can you expect once he begins to age? Once he, him now. once he starts approaching his 30s, it's just not going to get any better now. down the stretch. Yep. Maybe he can get with a team that's got a better uh, conditioning program or, mm -hmm. or, or something like that or, or can motivate him to, uh, to, to, to think about 
conditioning, mm -hmm. but, but whatever is going on, there's something going, there's some sort of major distraction with him going on in, in, in New Orleans. Maybe that's just not the city for him. It's maybe he needs a maybe he needs a, a less high profile city where there's or, a lot veteran, going on, or a veteran, or a veteran to or say this is how we do things to get to 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 take under his wing, you know. Mm -hmm. But I I like that thought that you know he is still young and maybe they th should think about seeing what they can get by moving on, move, moving away from him. Yep, and sending him elsewhere. Yeah, good thought. Mm -hmm. We still have some. Uh, we still have a few teams that are still in the the playing tournament that mm -hmm. are still uh, vibing and and fighting for a playoff seed. But regardless of of that, what are your predictions? And actually, this first round, regardless of of the playing playing teams that are still in the mix. What series are you looking forward to in this first round of the NBA playoffs? Well, I gotta go with the with the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. That is the one that I'm I'm waiting on. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of things uh, that, that that have me in high anticipation of of uh, watching this series because of the way the Lakers have come on. Uh, they look strong. Anthony Davis is playing like. Anthony Davis should be playing, and the bench is showing up. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has given them some good, good moments off the bench. Him and LeBron seem to be connecting. Uh, I was kind of concerned about LeBron that, uh, having to play that many minutes uh, yeah. that went into the overtime, and I certainly don't want to see uh, that. Uh, continue. I don't want to see that continuing uh, uh, as we get deeper into the playoffs. They got to do something about that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a chance to close a team out, get them closed out. Uh, get 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 the senior citizen. And I'm I'm I I say that uh, humbly. You know, <laughs> I feel like I can say that me being from Akron, but give the senior citizen some 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 time on the bench. Right. Rest time. He should not be playing 40 minutes. I agree. You know, that not not at this stage of his career. I think, you know, certainly he's capable of doing it, but we should not be asking him to do it. No. We got Anthony enough. Davis. We, yeah. It's time for these young people to 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 recognize that and, and give him and uh, give him so he can come in and close it out. Mm -hmm. You know, come in and close it out. So I'm I'm looking for that down the stretch. But uh, on the other side, I'm looking at the Memphis Grizzlies. How focused are they? Because they had a lot of drama mm -hmm. with Ja Morant and so on and so forth. Right. Have they put that behind them? Uh, are they mature? Have they matured enough mm -hmm. to recognize the, the moment, the seriousness of 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 this uh, uh, situation here, because the the play the, the the first round, you know, is is the hardest round to overcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not going to get any easier coming down the stretch. So, how much have they put that behind them? Because you know they don't have that strong older veteran on that team that can say, okay, you know, this is where we are, and. Mm -hmm. And so on and so forth. But that is certainly the uh, 
the series that I'm looking to watch. Mm -hmm. I'm certain I'm looking to watch. I think that if the Lakers take that first game, it sends a clear message. Four it does. games. It does on, because especially especially because that first game is in Memphis. Yes, it sends a clear mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the upside of that is they had four days off. Right. Which gave them a, some good rest, mm -hmm. some good time to prepare for this mm -hmm. series. So that's that's my thoughts. Your mm -hmm. thoughts. What series are you looking forward to watching? Yeah, I'm going to stay in the West. I'm going to stay in the West and I'm going to go with the uh, L.A. Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to stay oh, in the West. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that series has a lot of storylines. First of all, mm -hmm. you know, you have Paul George will be out most likely that entire series, but you still have Kawhi Leonard um, and you still have mm -hmm. recently traded uh, Russell Westbrook on that team. Right. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, um, no team, no team practices more load management than the L.A. Clippers. They take so many Ooh, games yeah. off um, to prepare their, their players to be fully healthy come to playoffs. And right now it's the playoffs. So you yeah. got to deliver for all that time and rest you took off in the regular season. So they have a lot of pressure, particularly Kawhi Leonard. I think yeah. Kawhi Leonard just adds a lot. We yeah. talk about NBA superstars right. um, that that need to be held accountable, and he gets a pass a, a lot. But mm -hmm. then even with the Phoenix Suns, when you make a trade for Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. and you give up a lot of youth that they gave up to bring in Kevin, Dur Kevin Durant, that means saying you're going for it now. You're going yeah. for it now. And you're going for it now. The, the debacle that happened in Brooklyn between – Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Ben Simmons, mm. and how much that was a catastrophe. Yeah. Kevin Durant has a lot to prove. Yes, he has a lot to Phoenix prove. Because he Paul still has not... He, he has been an addition to a team winning a championship. He has not been the all in all. No. The leader. Yeah. He yep. has come in and been, you know, for lack of, I don't want to say role player because that, that, that makes him sound, you know, but he clearly he has been an extra added addition of a superstar. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if and if he were to get this championship, I think certainly it ele elevates his legacy because when you look at the uh -huh. Phoenix Suns, although that team's core did get to the finals a couple years back. They lost to the Bucks, but Chris Paul is still searching for a championship. Um, you know, so Devin Booker is still searching for a championship. Yeah. So if if Kevin Durant were to take that team and then get them over the hump, I think it does do something for his legacy. Now, if they come up short, you do have to look at Kevin Durant as if you're the best. If you're some regarded as the best player in the league. With the amount of talent they have on that roster, you need to be able to get it done. You gotta get it. You gotta get it done. You gotta get it done. I think that that is definitely a series to watch. Mm -hmm. I think that is definitely a series to watch, and uh, very important to see. Because uh, if 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 uh, Kawhi Leonard come up gimp anytime. You're going to see a lot of hemming and hawing and questioning about this guy. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You're going to see a lot of hemming and hawing and questioning. But you know what? Let's let's stay on that same topic because I already talked about Kevin Durant.
having a lot to prove this coming playoffs and as well as Kawhi Leonard for all the load management that he's yeah. done uh, recently in his career. But there's several players, um, including those two, who have a lot to prove um, yeah. this playoffs. Um, mm. Are there any playoff any players on on um, on your list that have a lot to prove? I think playoff? we can't overlook Westbrook. Okay, I I think we cannot overlook him. He has been in the league long enough. Still no ring. Correct. Still no ring, and uh, the way he left the Lakers, he he, you know, you you need to read. He has some redemption. Absolutely, he has some redeeming uh, qualities to answer to. His career, I, I would say, his career is on the line because I think Russell Westbrook mm -hmm. is in that period of his career. Mm -hmm. Where he he's starting to remind me of the way Allen Iverson exited, former mm. former former MVP, mm -hmm. former um you know superstar. But if you mm -hmm. look at the the later years of Allen Iverson's career, he started to get bounced around to a lot of teams. He was just yeah. And Russell Westbrook is approaching that type of situation where he's getting yes. bounced around, traded, now, and coming baggage. Right, you just come. You're just getting bounced around just to see if you can give some people some minutes rest, and mm -hmm. that to me uh, is 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 clearly a sign that you're on the downside of your career. Yeah, and uh, it's it's sad to see Russell Russell Westbrook being on the downside of his career when he was such a high impact player, as you pointed out, the way Allen Iverson was. What about James Harden? You know, and everybody in these Sixers, you know, they got they got some answering to do. Now, the one thing I can say about the 76ers is Joel Embiid is is is, is really showing up this year. Yes. Now, can he get some backup? That's the thing. Because his name is even in mentioned as being an MVP, you know, candidate for MVP, and rightly so. He highly improved, highly uh, shown that he's the, the, the high-impact player that's up there with uh, Giannis and, and so Giannis. forth. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. high up there with him. And so he, he, he certainly showed up this year. I got to congratulate him in what I saw. Now, can he get some backup? What is, what is James Harden going to give him? You know, um, that, would, that would be James Harden. You know, as I like think about it, you know, I've mentioned Kai, um, Kawhi, and I did mention KD, and I'm certainly not going to lower the expectations. But James Harden, as a, if I'm correct, two-time MVP. I know he won it once, mm -hmm. um, but he's come up very small in key playoff moments in his career in the playoffs. He has a history of folding. He's got a history of folding coming up. Ghost. Yes. <laughs> coming up ghost. Coming up short. Just can't seem to make a basket. No defense. No defense. Mm -hmm. Frustration. He his mind seems to be he seems to have like a meltdown. Mm -hmm. He said he has had meltdown after meltdown this time of the year. And it's time for him to to step up. Now mm -hmm. he, I think his legacy is on the line, yep. and he could very well end up like, um, like what we talked about Westbrook. 
a player that has so much coming out and then all of a sudden uh, being bounced around from team to team. Mm -hmm. He's played you know for what? several teams throughout his career. And it's funny, both of them started out together. Both Say it of again. them started out, all three of them. All, all three. three of them. Uh, 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 Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. Yep. All three of them. All three of them started out together in an OKC. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought they were going to be the future high-impact players of the NBA. And out of all three of them, only one of them won a championship. And that was and that was because he went to a team that already was stacked. So, final, uh, before we wrap up our NBA playoff uh, showcase, by the way, people, uh, we will give our NBA finals uh, predictions um, and who we think will make the NBA Finals. We're going to yeah. get that in a future episode, so stay tuned for that. All right. So shifting um, out of the NBA and the world of sports, um, we talked about this in a recent episode, and uh, there's been some development. So we want to come back to this topic on uh, gun control and primarily mm -hmm. talk about the Tennessee Three. Uh, there's been some recent developments uh, regarding those uh, representatives and their um, – their, their uh, stance in uh, Congress. And uh, Ma, what are your, your thoughts in the last two weeks with the okay. development of Tennessee? Well, first of all, with Tennessee, let's look at what got us here in the first place. What got, what got Tennessee here in the first place? You had a mass shooting. You had a mass shooting. Uh, you had three representatives rally, come out and rally against the uh, AR-15 weapons in the hands of common civilians. Two of them were African-American, Justin Pearson and uh, Just Justin Jones. And then we had a third one, a white representative, Gloria Johnson. They were all three protesting and calling for a, a, a gun control and a ban on the AR-15. You suspend the two African-American representatives, but you don't suspend Ms. Johnson. That sends a clear message there. One that you don't want to send unless it's intentional. So I have to think it was intentional. You were looking for a reason to oust these two African-American men. You, would, you, you, you just needed a reason. Mm -hmm. It was not only about, uh, solely about gun control. It was the fact that you wanted to get them out of the House of Representatives. And why do you get that, that is? I think it, it because they're young and they're progressive. And, and they got a large following. Because you saw a lot of whites that came out in protest to get their get them their seats back. And this started with the uh, 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 Jones, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Pearson, this started with him. Long before they they attacked him on his look. That's right. Yeah, he mentioned he mentioned that 
there was criticism about his attire. His attire during vote during uh, session proceedings. Exactly. Um, so, um, so they've been coming after this brother for just long before this uh, shooting. Mm -hmm. His attire, uh, the afro on the, mm -hmm. the afro look. They've been coming after these brothers long before the shooting. And then now you want to say that it doesn't, it didn't look good for them to be out there in a protest with bullhorns. Well, what about the white woman? She had a bullhorn. Mm -hmm. She was protesting mm -hmm. and she wasn't suspended. So the fact that I think that the blowback that they got not only in tennis, in the state of Tennessee, but nationally, and of course, I'm sure it went international, mm -hmm. you know, because the BBC was covering it. So it it just got it, it grew legs, legs stronger than Tennessee could outrun, mm -hmm. and so they had to rethink their position and call these gentlemen back. Uh, clearly, they were sending the message that it, it's not about uh, gun rights. It, it they wanted those seats. They wanted those seats. Your thoughts? So. I, I don't want to uh, my comments to concentrate solely on the Tennessee three because I'm looking at it uh, bigger picture. I'm looking at it in the uh, the sense of I've heard every excuse from Republican congressmen, mm -hmm. lobbyists, and the NRA for why we need more guns to provide, why more guns will provide safety. Reason why we have this roadblock. And instead of saying, no, we just need to get more weapons, more weapons, more weapons, more weapons is gonna protect people. Instead of mm -hmm. restrict, restricting the weapons that are at hand is the amount of money that the NRA puts into the pockets of particularly Republicans. Yes. Because the Republicans pockets are getting fat and they keep getting reelected, they don't want to address the real problem at, at hand. Exactly. And as a former teacher, but, if I was still in the classroom, I don't think I would want a gun. Me personally, and I think that there are a lot of teachers out there that don't want a gun. I don't you know how dangerous that is. Yes. What if that what 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 happens? Obviously, you know, I would I would I would hope that you would have that that weapon locked and secured similar and to way. Similar, so what? So, I, so I'm in education. When I go visit a school and everything, there are certain items that um, are securely locked away. Yes. Things like laptops. If a school yes. gives a student a laptop at the end of the end of the class period, that that laptop laptop is usually collected Secure. and securely, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, is, is locked away in key. But what happens if that key gets lost? What happens if someone decides to um, to break the lock? Yes, because any lock can be broken into. If you want to get at something, you can get at it. Yeah. It's just like mm -hmm. a car. If you want to break into that car and steal or jack that car, you're going to jack it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I don't know about... Uh, you know, uh, teacher arming teachers. That's just to me filling the 
more putting more money into the NRA coffers. Right. So that's just putting more money into their coffers. The the we've the, already and something you mentioned um in our last broadcast. We already have more mass shootings than, than days number of the year. days in the year. Mm -hmm. Than days of the year. And 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 the excuses that uh, the Republican Party has given of saying, well, if it's at a school, we need to make sure that all doors are locked and locked are locked and um, and 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 secured. Well, the shooting that happened in Nashville, those doors were locked, but still that person found a way to get access inside the building. Exactly. The shooting that happened at, at the bank. There was a security guard there that had a weapon and there were still people. Uh, who were wounded and killed in that shooting and everything. So exactly. So you, he made he, he was able to gain entrance. Right. So yeah. So and, I and if, who's going to stop that guy? He's got a high-powered weapon that's able to shoot off bullets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that'll just kick the doors open right there. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it the all of these excuses. You're coming up with so many excuses. Instead of, instead of instead of instead of getting at the root of the problem, up, yes. the root of the problem is mass production of weapons, particularly yes. high-powered weapons. High-powered weapons, yes, and uh, clearly background checks. This gentleman that shot up the bank, he was disturbed. Mm -hmm. he, he 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 had excellent mental issues. Yet the day before, he was able to go in and purchase an AR-15 rifle. Mm -hmm. With no background check, nothing to check to see if this gentleman has uh, has any mental issues. When clearly he did, his parents said he did. Yep. All right. So, yeah. So, Good point. Um, unfor unfortunately, my my guess um, is because I'm certainly not a, a optimist um, in this in, on this topic. Um, no. My guess is we will be talking about this subject in about. Within a month, we'll be talking Within about the same topic. Maybe next week, as early as next week. Some somewhere in the United States. So, one a week. <laughs> so I um, uh, let's go ahead and talk about something else. Yes. Um, but um, for the uh, next topic, we're going to shift into our traditional last topic of the show. This is airing it out. This is when we air it out on anything from sports to world news, politics, any entertainment. Anything is on the table, whether we celebrate it or criticize it. So, yeah. my dupes, who are you airing it out on this week? Well, I have got to air it out on the recent uh, arrest of the former president, Donald Trump, and the way he has been behaving against uh, the attorney general, uh, uh, Letitia James, who he has just recently, uh, I believe this week, he had to go back to New York and testify against her, uh, uh, her uh, lawsuit and bringing him up on charges of fraud in, with uh, his, his businesses. Uh, on his uh, social media platform, Truth Social, he has just been outrageous with the racial provocations and name calling um, that has just, I, in my opinion, overstepped the line 
when it comes to uh, talking about these cases that he is and these charges that he is facing. I believe Alvin, Attorney General Alvin Bragg, who initially had him arrested, um, has been receiving threats again. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it had it, it, it been an ordinary citizen. I think the judges would have been issued at him a called him back into court and issued some type of gag order or cease and desist. I just and I you know regardless that it's inappropriate for him to be behaving this way on social media with the name calling and 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 and, and talking about the case in general, just talking about the case in general. Um, I think that it, it just says something about our justice system and, and, and those that between the haves and the have nots. Trump is an ordinary citizen now. Yes, he is a, pro, a former president, but with regard to the law, he is an ordinary citizen and should be treated as such. You know, so, um, and, and they're making a big deal that he testified this week before Attorney General Jane for seven hours. Well, my goodness, look, he evaded testimony and wasn't even showing up when subpoenaed. Hillary Clinton testified for what, tw almost 20 hours and didn't run, didn't evade any subpoenas. So Trump is no hero in that respect. I think it's high time that uh, we that that the judge shut him down and call him in before some nut out here decides to act on Trump's behalf and 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 try to go after these attorney generals with some serious intent to harm. That's my airing it out. All right. For me, um, I'm just going to bring awareness to something. Uh, and I just, if this gets to our viewers, I just want you to look mm -hmm. it up because this came across my timeline um, early this morning. Uh, LaShawn Thompson out of Atlanta, Georgia, mm -hmm. was found dead in his uh, cell in the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And all accounts are pointing to the reason for his death was the result of an infestation of bed bugs, lice, and other bacteria connected to feces in his cell. Literally, oh, they are saying, literally they are they are saying he was eaten alive by insects, particularly bed bugs and lice. What his cell looked like was something that I know people would not even allow their pet to live, to sleep in those type of standards. So his name is LaShawn Thompson. Google his name, you'll see it. It's on social media now. LaShawn Thompson um, found dead in the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia. The other part of his story was that when the, when the, the nurse or, or the respond, responders came into his cell to try to give CPR, according to the person who was interviewed, she was so stunned and shocked by what she saw 
that she froze and had a pause of what to do, uh, of whether to proceed with CPR because of what his body looked like. Uh. They said when it, when it got to the coroner's office, his, his body had looked like it had just been scratched to death and uh, was somewhat unrecognizable when his family had to identify the body. That's so, trauma. So, um, LaShawn Thompson, there's an investigation. The family has filed a lawsuit um, against the Fulton County Correctional Facilities. And uh, this is something I just found out about today. But LaShawn Thompson is the person I'm speaking of. And uh, I hope, um, you know, if you're watching this, that you you look into the story. That's our airing it out um, topic for this week. Um, as we air it out on uh, former President Donald Trump and the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia. That is who we are airing it out on this week. With that, that wraps up, wraps up our uh, show for this week. Uh, but as always, my Dukes, you have the last word. So what are you going to leave us with this week? Well, I want to take a moment to thank all of those that uh, helped me to celebrate my birthday. My Duke's birthday was April the 11th. Yes, I always like to say I got the 411. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I want to thank everyone who gave me birthday shout outs uh, in celebration. I did have a chance to see the Broadway touring production of a soldier's play. Uh, uh, many of you probably are familiar with, with it known as uh, a soldier's story that uh, starred Howard Rollins and Denzel Washington in the movie version. Well, in this touring production, it, the, the film actually uh, started, uh, was conceived as a play called A Soldier's Play. And it's now touring, uh, which stars Norm Lewis, a well-known Broadway um, uh, uh, actor, wonderful singing voice. So there's lots of singing, blues singing, and um, just just a wonderful production uh, directed by the great Kenny Leon. So if you have a chance to go see that production, if it comes to your town, uh, please go and see it. I, I say that it is a wonderful way to spend your evening. So I'd like to say that I had a wonderful birthday celebration. And thank you all for uh, sending your shout outs. All right. Well, happy birthday to my Dukes. Um, and uh, that wraps up our show for uh, this week. So once again, you are either watching or listening to my Dukes and Son. I'm Ziggy Blackwell. And of course, I'm Jeanette Blackwell. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.